Welcome to another episode of Three Men in a War Game. I'm Paul, and I'm slowly going insane. Uh, hi, I'm uh, Kevin, and uh, I am doing just fine, actually. Uh, living my best life, not going outside. This is Potter, and I'm with Paul. I think the, uh, the cabin fever is starting to set in. Yeah, that's just it. Like, I was fine the first two weeks, but, like, the past two days, I've been like, Arr! I think it hit me because I was like, I was home. I didn't have kids this weekend, so it was just me. Yeah, that'll do it. By myself for two days. I won't want- Normally, I'm great with that, but then the next day, I go out and I see somebody. I, w- I won't want to be around you for two days either. I, <laughs> like, I, I think I've hit apocalypse mode because, like, I didn't even put deodorant on this. Yeah, morning. I was like, it, why? I'm not going anywhere. You've hit apocalypse mode. I. Uh... There was there was one point at which I couldn't remember not wearing the shirt I had on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yeah. Yep. So, yeah. It's it's and and I officially uh, I'm growing an apocalypse beard. I saw your Facebook yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. Trim trim the whole thing off. Uh, the moment I've, I've we went on an official lockdown and mark the, mark the passage. Yep. Of time. So mark the passage of time through beard growth, and uh, I I I posted. I didn't want to posted on facebook every day because i figured that would be obnoxious but um like your your star wars t-shirt yeah yeah yeah. This, this, yeah nobody wants to see my face every day for three months um so I, I i posted day one and day three just because a lot of people don't necessarily believe how fast my beard grows so i'm at least trying to show people that craziness because it grows fast really fast really fucking yeah dude fast. meh meh Meh. Whatever, home. dude. Yeah, and by living my best life, I definitely mean living my best island life. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Animal Crossing there, huh? So so much Animal <laughs> Crossing. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the, that came out, and then, of course, Nintendo snuck in that mini direct and then dropped uh, Brave Default 2 on us for the demo. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I haven't downloaded the demo yet, but I'm a I'm gonna get on that bad boy for sure. Wait, wasn't there already well, a Bravely Default two? Uh, no, it was Bravely Default second, which was the DS one, um, which I never actually played. But don't question Japanese companies, Paul. Yeah, don't, don't, don't Square don't just, don't Lambass Square. Okay, Square. No, no, no. They don't know what they're doing. They've made a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. They've got some good. They got some. Day they got some good... three fifty six divided by two. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Okay, well, the Kingdom Hearts ones, man. There's just there's no excusing <laughs> those those names. I uh, I'm actually one of those people though that I only ever played the first Kingdom Hearts. So like I just enjoy that shit show from afar. It oh hell yeah, man! man. The game makes no sense to me. Well, I I I played the first one, but then I never did anything after that. Don't you can't you lucky. can't you, you well, can't like there's well, no, no way. I can so I can the because best? they've gone in and they've taken all the like the sub games and the DS games and the PSX ga- or the PSP games and they've all lumped them into one game now and I own those so now I don't have to go out and buy six different consoles to play one series of games. <laughs> But are you gonna play them? No, I'm not. I'm. I'm really. I didn't even buy. I didn't even buy Kingdom Hearts three, because I waited for the review, and then it was a shit show of a review, and I'm like, ah, I'm not wasting my money. <laughs> I'll go buy Final Fantasy ten for the third time on a third different console before I buy that. 
which I did. Boy. Which I did. I now own, yeah, I own Final Fantasy X for PS2, PS4, and my Switch. <laughs> I have problems. Wow. So we're, we're... Yeah, there was a video I I tried to watch once for that Easy Allies did. I think it was a Kingdom Hearts retrospective where they tried to explain the story so far of Easy Ally or of uh, Kingdom Hearts. And I remember like watching it and being like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> like 15 such minutes a convoluted there, I like, storyline. I can't do this. I can't well, do the, it. The angry video game nerd one uh, does it pretty well because he's just, you know, obviously as angry as anybody should be while trying to figure that shit out. So I'd recommend that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. To at least try and look right. at all the crazy naming conventions. But uh, how about a uh, hobby? And let's get back to the, 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 the right. Oh, topic. yeah. I know we've gone crazy so, and all, but so, let's talk hobby. Yeah, so we're past our uh, we're past our New Year's resolutions. We're through Adepticon, right? So, the first thing I did was spend a hundred dollars on Wrath of Kings minis <laughs> to build a Kings of War army. As soon as as soon as the resolutions were over and I could buy a new game new game system, I threw a fucking hundred dollars at my monitor, and, uh, and and on a miniature market sale and bought a shitload of Wrath of King minis. But did you actually make it to Adepticon before buying a new system? That you approved yes. well, in that episode. Um, I mean, if, unless you don't, well, yes, because Star Breach, I didn't have to buy anything. I had uh, all, I had all my stuff oh. for Star Breach already. I didn't buy any new models for that game. Okay. Zero, none. Uh, and outside of that, th- it, it was only games I had played. Like I, I, the whole winter, I worked on Marvel Crisis Protocol, A Song of Ice and Fire, a little bit of Infinity stuff. It was all systems I already had and played. Okay. Yeah, I mean, technically, Infinity wasn't on the list of things that I was going to get, so I failed on that. But yeah, I failed too. Uh, but you had already you had already played Infinity. Fuck it, I'm giving it to you. It's a pass. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I mean, yeah. on the on the other hand, I didn't get anything else. Like, I I, I really only bought stuff for uh, Chain of Command, other than the Infinity yeah. stuff. I just yeah, bought and MCP I only bought stuff, Crisis so. Protocol stuff. Yep, same. Right. So we we did pretty. I think we did on the whole pretty well. But C- as considering as, as us, as, we did pretty well. Yeah. Yes. But as, as soon as as soon as Adepticon hit, though, man, I had been on this wrath. I've been on this uh, um, Kings of War kick, like just wanting to make a Kings of War army. Uh, and I already had some trolls sitting around that I am actually working on. But that miniature market sale hit, and the like seventy dollars starters were down to ten dollars, and the forty dollar pit fighter shark dudes were down to like five bucks a box. So I just went hard on those so and that's the wrath of king I, stuff not kings of war right well it's four kings of war. right but it's wrath of kings four kings wrath exactly yeah yes. we got that similar W-O-K naming convention four, yeah. yeah 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 backwards yep but um i'm i have an idea to paint them i am going to stick with my contrast because there are way too many minis to try and do these all traditional paint but i think i'm going to do a little contrast plus in that i'm going to do some airbrush pre-shading and uh and fun stuff with these before i actually put any contrast on them and i'm uh i'm you know looking forward to how they're going to turn out sounds good how about you potter what you've been up to uh slowly putting paint on infinity models um i've got all my knights hospitalers leased with base coats on them uh, and I pulled my Knight Santiago out to start putting some stuff, some paint on them, but then got distracted. So the, everything's still at least they've at least got base coats. 
There hey, that's paint. a start, man. That's a start. There's paint on them, but it's going slow. Um, I think things with trying to figure things out with the my kid's mom and figuring out schedules and stuff with everything that's been going on with this pandemic with the kids and then being out of school has kind of put a little kibosh because by the time they go to bed and I get relaxed and get painting time, I'm just ready to watch like an anime I've seen like 1,700 times just because my brain is done. Yeah. Yep. So, I understand. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't get a whole lot done because I've had some paintbrush challenge. Yeah, you've had some um, bad luck. I bought a army painter paintbrush and yeah. it splayed after about 20 minutes. So that got me really annoyed. So I went to the game store because I didn't want to go to Hobby Lobby. Um, I figured there would be a lot more people at a Hobby Lobby than a game store. So, um, I went, I did that and got another uh army painter brush actually two army painter brushes because that was all they were carrying so i was like all right well i gotta have a better experience um maybe somebody pulled off the cap and then put it back on and f the f the brush that way and i got home and uh a couple days later started painting with it and 20 minutes in it was no longer having a tip or at least not one that was really all that paintable so that sucked so on the upside the third one that i had um is holding up fairly well compared comparatively uh but on the other but to to give it maybe a, a good end to the story of my frustration with army painter paintbrushes is that i fired off a email um so i fired off an email to them was like look guys i've been using your your primers i've been using your tufts like there is nothing better in the world than your tufts to make a base look great so i was hoping your brushes would be great and this happened to me twice Here's pictures. Um, just wanted you to know. And they were like, hey, sorry about that. That's a bummer. We like to think that our paintbrushes are really good. Um, do you want your money back? Because we can PayPal you uh, because our American facilities are shut down. Or we can send you one from Belgium. So um, I, don't, I don't care. I told them to send me one. So hopefully I'll nice. get All it. Right. Yeah, hopefully awesome. I'll get a new... A new army painter paintbrush that works pretty well, and I can say, hey, it was just a really weird coincidence. I mean, so far my third one, my third one worked pretty well, so I'm happy with that one so far. It got me through, um, you know, an hour of painting. So that's that's something to be said compared to the experience I had with the first two. Yeah, because I mean, I literally just bought three army painter brushes, and I mean, I went through two, four, four models last night with one of them, and not a single problem. I mean, shoot, I'll take a picture of it and show you what mine looks like when it's right now. Cause it's, yeah, that's not been my experience with them so far. Yeah. And that, and that's just it is that, uh, after talking with you and talking with Mike over at gamers armory, uh, both of you guys had really good things to say about the paintbrushes, which is why I jumped in and, and bought two more because I said, all right, there's, there's several people that, uh, think these are pretty good. And if that's like the only thing that I'm going to find at game stores, then um, I want to use them. I want to support the game stores. Yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely a, a good interim paintbrush while you're like in the process of, uh, you know, maybe saving up some money to buy some of more of the higher end stuff. Um, but so far, like I've been impressed. I've I've used their monster brush, which I would equate to like uh, a Rosemary or a Windsor Newton like size two. And then I've used, I think, which is their their regiment butt brush. I think that's what they call it. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, that's that's the one that went 20, 20 minutes the other day when I 
about freaked out. And then the one before it was a character. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. So like the one that's working for me is also a character. Sorry, I got the base coding one that which I think is like probably a number one, and that one's held up pretty decently as well too. And then I think I grabbed a dry brush. Yeah, it was a dry brush I grabbed the other day. So obviously don't really care about that one because those are meant to get beat to hell. Right. Yeah, but that's good that they're sending to you. Though. I'm glad they're. Yeah, I was you. I was impressed with it. I mean, at the very least, they have they have good customer service, and I'll be yeah. interested to see uh, if if I have any problems with it. Uh, and, and like I said, I mean, I I fired that email off yesterday, um, or maybe Saturday. I think it might have been Saturday. Um, but either way, I mean, it was like their, their, their facilities would have been closed down with the time difference, but right. uh, I, w- I woke up to the email this morning. Um, so they got, they got right on it. We're super polite. Um, I mean, everything you could ask for in a, in a situation like that. So, well, so I mean, kudos, kudos to army painter for that. I did not know they were Belgium either. That's cool. Well, all right then moving along. Have we all talked about hobby progress? Yeah, I think yes. so. Yep. Yeah, we're all in. All right. Then let's get into Adepticant. Yeah. <laughs> so talking about some things that got announced or shown or, you know, released or whatever during uh, what would have been Adepticon weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's, um, yeah, lots of yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's a lot let's of stuff to with, go through. There is a lot. Um, but let's start with the 800-pound Gorilla Games Workshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. part Part one of a two weekend deluge of model previews. Um, my understanding is they were going to do this all, all of them, you know, what we're getting in two weeks, all the first, like the Wednesday of Adepticon. So it's kind of cool. They're, you know, spreading it out, doing it over a couple weeks, getting that hype train rolling. Um, but let's get right into it. First thing they showed off was the, 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 A, the stuff from StoryForge, which if you aren't familiar, StoryForge is their, uh like it's like black library for a visual medium right um and you know we had previously seen a bunch of shows so like angels of death right so that that's the blood angel show and some of the other stuff that they were doing but they showed uh hammer and bolter death's hand which looked like a, a inquisitional assassin as the main character and almost like an anime style show looks pretty cool yep should be interesting. Yeah, I was uh, I was excited to see that. If you haven't watched the preview, I would uh, definitely recommend it. And then next up, they had a very strange uh, prices right style preview for elves, which yeah, man, I just I, I I can't stop hating the fact that they just put an A in front of elf, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's enough to copyright it. I know. Anyway, uh, so the first thing they showed for the elves is the the the, the holy cow. I, I don't know. <laughs> I love uh, it. I, with it, with it, with its own tenderizers. Oh my god! <laughs> it, it um. That was the best I, name I, ever for it. <laughs> look, looking. <laughs> Looking in the in the document, I even called it the elf dumb cow. It's so, so, so bad. I don't know. I, so it I don't want to. Here's the. Hold on. Objectively, objectively, outside of whatever it's supposed to be, it's not a bad looking model. Like, no, the paint job it, on it's, it's amazing. It's gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. I mean, it's very, the armor is very ornate. Yeah. And, 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 and for, yeah. Looking at the armor, the armor, the sculpting on the armor 
fantastic. The it's, yeah, it's, it's the Minotaur itself is horrible. Why? why? I don't know. It I, is I, I, scrawny. In my just my my, big, my bigger question is why the fuck is it wearing a mountain? I, I said well, the okay, same I thing too. It. They they yeah they no they answered the question. It, it, so it's it it is a, an avatar of the mountain spirit. So like it, it it comes from the realm of life. I think that's right anyway. And in the realm of life, like everything has a live spirit, right? And so because it it's from the, the you know the the realm of life, every and everything has a spirit. The mountains have a spirit, and the this thing is supposed to be the avatar of the mountain spirit. So yeah, but, literally think of it like think of it in 40k terms. It is like an avatar of Cain, right? Except for it's the avatar of the mountain and it looks yeah, don't like, like a it. cow. The only don't thing like that it. so it, it, looking for me, for me, from an aesthetic standpoint, when I'm thinking of something of the mountain, I'm thinking a mountain king from Privateer Press where it's a huge chunky boy. Mm-hmm. This thing is anorexic. <laughs> yeah yeah call it, calling it a mountain spirit just kind of ruined it for me honestly because but it, because look, like chris said i have that image of a mountain king like the giant fucking troll like mountains have a presence this model is right. lacking that presence i'm with chris I'll, on I'll, that one i will tell you their little their little their little followers that they previewed as well too. I don't know if they're like priest or, or whatever they are in lore wise with the, the guys with Stone the hammers. Guard, yeah. Yeah. Those guys are great. These models are fantastic. Absolutely yeah, love these models. Cool. I can even get over the little, the, the, the totem, the, the, the minotaur totem heads, which are a little off putting, but their poses are great. They're symmetrical. They mm-hmm. are the, the right size bodies. They're gorgeous minis. Those minotaurs are anorexic and don't, to me, do not symbolize a avatar of a mountain. So here, here's here's my thing. I'm going to expand on that a little bit, Chris. In my in my opinion, my opinion, the spirit of the mountain shouldn't need oversized pauldrons to fit its mountain on. See what know. I'm saying? I don't know. Like 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 it should it it should be big enough to carry those mountains itself, not need a piece of equipment for it. Yeah, I agree with that. So that, I just, that, I that drives me a little nuts. But I do, I do now. Now, on the other hand, we'll, we'll compliment sandwich it. I do like the second one with the little bonsai trees on it. Looks great. Yeah, I I don't hate either of the variants. Honestly, I think they're uh, they're both okay. I also like that knowing this is going to be a hundred and twenty dollar kit, they gave you two ways to build it. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Because um, there's there's no way that's not 120 mil base. Oh yeah, like, it's it's that a big is, boy. That is that is 120 mil ma- base, and that thing is, you know, two. It's it, or it's 240 mil high. It is a. It looks like it's a big model. He's 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 changeover. He's changeover ways big. He's he's Magnus big in terms of. It height. looks like yeah. a round base yep. though. It is. Yeah, th- they are the 120s are. are round. Are they round? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. everything everything with the is ones. Everything is sick. Yeah, oh, the, oh, oh! That's what you're thinking. The oblong. Gotcha. No, it's 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 a like what Chris was saying. It's a uh, changer of ways. Changer of ways. Magnus. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, Magnus. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a big boy like that. Um, the 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 Skaven. Yeah, see, I'm I'm just, I'm just used to big things like that being on the more 
oblong bases. Oval? Yeah, the ovals. Yeah, no, it's a circle. Yeah, this is like a terror guy space. It's big. Anyway, that thing is it's a huge it's model. It's a huge model. I mean and again, like I said, the, the armor on it is beautiful. The paint job that the um that the the art boys or what is it, the Oh God, I can't. I'm so out of GW now. I can't even remember their painting studio anymore. Um, whatever. Heavy, heavy metal. The, the heavy metal guys, like they, whoever painted this, knocked it out of the freaking park. Both of both sculpts, the paint yep. job on them, beautiful. The, whoever painted it, knocked it out of the park. Great job. It's just yep. give me beefier legs. <laughs> yeah, the problem. The problem is you can't That's, do beefier with elves because elves. I are know. Like he did. Anyway, he, so. Yeah, he does look like he skipped leg day and arm day, really. He, but yeah. Uh, moving right along. But he's got a nice set of pauldrons. (laughs) He did a big, big World of Warcraft style pauldron. Oh yeah. Let's, uh, it's, it's an Ouroboros. It's, 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 uh, Hayden Christensen as Vader type pauldrons. They, they steal from Tolkien, then Blizzard steals from them, and then they steal back from Blizzard. (laughs) Let's move on to Middle Earth strategy battle game. Uh, and in, in what is, and you guys can feel free to disagree with me. I don't, I don't care. I think that this is one of the best models that I've seen Games Workshop produce in a long time. And that is the Eomer model for ma- the Middle Earth strategy battle. Yeah, game. it's pretty badass. I'm with it's you. A- I love this model. I like how it's a little bit more of a divergence from the movie. And it's, it's not so, like pulling from that, that source, which I really like. He, he's a thicker boy. Um, so yeah, you're right. And and I want to say one thing about my piece here. My piece is that this model, while in the digital sculpting era of games workshop looks like a hand sculpted mini in the digital age. And I, I'm sort of nostalgic for those hand sculpted minis and it is very, very, very good. It's a very good model. Everything about it is very good. Yep. Plus, I'm plus, you know, I, I like that you're getting your your weapon choices. You've got your spear, you got your sword and board. You you get to choose how you're equipping them. I like it. It's and you get a mounted one and a foot one. Right. Yep. It's a good model. I like it. The the good job, GW. Yep. Yeah. Big fan. All right. <laughs> Since we spent so much time on the horse, time we didn't like, and we spent two seconds on the Aomer model. <laughs> I uh, it makes me wish it makes me wish I played the Mad- the Middle Earth strategy game just like and had a Rohan army just so I could buy this. I might buy it anyway because it's. Just I was gonna say, what's stopping you? Model. Just buy I just yeah. buy I I will say uh, I think I missed the boat on it because when I worked for GW, we were forced to to play uh, loader um, just because we had to have an army for every system. Uh, I I will say it. I enjoyed it, and I think I would have enjoyed it more if I was able – if I stuck around to pick it up when they made the changes to the game system that they made. Because I think that they did a really good job of fixing what was broken in it and made it a much, much better game. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've heard it's one of their best games, honestly. So yep. maybe someday I'll give it a chance. I'll start Moving with that right model. Along. Yeah, right, right, maybe. And then a Pelinor Fields, if I can find it. There you we'll go. See. Ooh, Pelinor Fields. Um, I remember painting that kit for the store. Um, moving right along, though, let's talk about a re-sculpt that is a long time in the making, mm-hmm. and that is Fabius Bile. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about a, I mean, I, I kind of love the old sculpt. It's like one of my favorite old GW sculpts. Um... I think they did but a the really new... good job with this. I think they did a really good job too. I think it captures just enough of the old model while bringing it into the modern age, uh, giving it 
instead of having the like old school like really weird you know when you look at old gw models now they all look like like the, the proportions are just all off mm -hmm. like space marines and ever they're just really weird like having him have regular size arms and legs and a regular size torso it just makes the mini look well, so much more imposing and, and the yeah. thing too is is like so i mean you're right that you know they captured his vest they captured his pimp cane you know they've got the little the armatures on the back of it but the other thing that they did too is they made it very emperor's children with that the way that they sculpted the his face well it's not just the yeah. purple it's just like the, the the pose of the model it's got this swagger to it he yeah. does have yep. some swagger i mean the way he's holding the pimp cane the 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 way his, his face is sculpted the way that the body is his torso is positioned well it, the, it, the, they did a great the, job with this this is and I will say these are this is my first. I didn't look at any of the GW stuff, so seeing this, I you were getting my 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 raw real reaction to seeing these models for the first time. This model is fantastic. Well, it, the the yeah, the sculpt does a great job of portraying that that strut, right? Right. He's he's he, yep. he's you know um, pimp of the year just out of jail, right? Right. Um, he's got that. He's got that. God, I want somebody to paint goldfish in his shoes now. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got that um he he's got that like the whole you know hedonistic kind of look that you know Emperor's children have. Yep, yep. I, I like it. I really like it a lot. It's a great job, GW. I hate saying also those words. Also, another uh, another really really solid heavy metal paint job, by the way. Yes, yeah. fantastic. Yep. The 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 right. the vials are just stellar. Yeah, so so good. Um, now moving on to the, the next one, um, there's basically two more, uh, I want to just spend a second talking about this because I haven't heard, I actually have not asked Paul his opinion of this. And we know Paul's opinion of, uh, all things Warcry is bad eighties <laughs> metal, all the like stereotypes and terribleness that come along. So Paul, how are you feeling about the Scions of the Flame, which is the last, uh, the last war band from the original core book of Warcry? Um, I feel like this is the Halloween army. Um, <laughs> they they stepped out of a Halloween album cover. They even have the orange to go along with the pumpkin head. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> see, I, right. see, I digress. I, 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 or not digress. I disagree because looking at these models, it looks like Conan and Mad Max got together and raved. Like these models, some are of fantastic. them, yes, I can see that with the guy with the the pole arm that's on fire. That's fine, but then what's the with dude, the like the dude with the the, the, the curved sword? Well, what's what's with the other dude though with the shitty haircut? Which which one? They're all bald to me. No, the guy, the one guy's got like the 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 faux hawk uh, shaved on the side and the the Caesar cut up top. Well, yeah, what's wrong with it? I mean, uh, he just looks terrible. That's a I mean, terrible. He's probably model. the derpiest of the lot. I he would is give you the that. most derpy. Yeah, that one's okay. They're um, all okay. I mean, except for him. I mean, they're yeah, all like they're, okay. they're definitely they're okay. They're not as bad as the triangle head dudes. Okay, <laughs> they're 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 better than the triangle dudes i just don't love them i i just don't i don't think they're like 
There's not there's nothing in them that makes me go, ooh, I can't wait to play that. Or I yeah, can't I wait think, to paint I think that. what it is what I wanna say is I, I think that Paul for you, I, I just think classic GW fantasy chaos is not your jam. You're probably right. Um probably very much right. Um, I love these models though, specifically the leader, the guy with the like infinity symbol on his, uh, on his chest armor and the like samurai looking pauldrons. That guy is badass. And the flaming flamberge, like, dude, it's just a badass model. Um, and the guy that's like lurching toward you with his whole chest on fire, that guy is badass too. Yeah. I, I like, um, I mean, I, I think the only guy that I don't like is Fohawk dude. The rest of the, every single one of these models, they've got character, um, like I said, they look like Mad Max and uh, Conan had a rage. Really, together. you 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 like the guy with the fire chest? I yeah, I, I do. Ugh. I love it. the mask and the in the the chest on fire, the come at me bro pose. I love it. Yeah, I dig him. I like him. The guy that has the a- the flaming axe raised over his head and he's just like Conan ripped. Yeah, um, I mean, I think my favorite dude so far is the, the guy with the Conan helmet with the samurai pauldrons and the curved sword. It just that's it what, just yeah, that's what I'm talking. Oh about. yeah, him. He he just screams like '80s metal f- weird fantasy movies that were just great. <laughs> I love yeah, it. I like it. I love it. I like it. All right, so we talked about that. Let's move on to the last one so we can get on to stuff that's not Games Workshop. So I, you know, there are some things that should have died in the '80s, and some of the names like that War Cry models that, that Games Workshop <laughs> came up with, I don't. I don't know, dude. Lion L. Johnson just does not roll off the tongue to me. But Lion L. Johnson, the Primarch of the Dark Angels, uh, has a model now for um, 30K. And it is glorious. It is beautiful. <laughs> it, is, it is so good. It's beautiful. I, uh, I'll say the, the Primarch models, I think, are my favorite in all of GW's models. And these models, I know are hand sculpted. If you didn't know that every one of the Primark models for, from Forge World for 30 K is hand sculpted out of clay uh, and then cast. And you, you um, really they, can tell the difference. Yeah. Um, this thing is amazing. I can't say enough about it. If you haven't seen it, um, there's two versions of it. You can have him with, or there's actually multiple cause you can have, there's multiple weapon options and there's also multiple head options. But I really like the picture they have on the site, which is his like knight helmet with the wings coming off mm-hmm. the side and the giant chain sword. It is rad, and he's just like there's like a, a like mountain of night lord corpses under him. It's just so cool. And the the one uh, on his last get last gar- grasp of air trying to shoot him. Love that. Yep. Yeah, it's um, it's real good, and the, it just oh man, all the the ornate uh tabard the mm-hmm. belt that's hanging down like just all the small details the uh, and if you get a chance to look at this model go look the filigree that's all over his pauldrons like this is just one of the best like i don't love space marine models but i love all the primark models and i think this one might be my favorite of the primark models it is just that good the fulgrim one is pretty close but this one is amazing yeah um, I, yeah, I'm, that, I like the Lehman Rust one as well too. It's that one's a really good one as well. Yeah, the Lehman Rust one's pretty pretty damn. They're all yeah. good. They're all sculpted by the same guy whose name I can't think of, but man, they are real good. Yeah, no, he he did a good job on this one. It, this is this very much captures the old Dark Angels 
Masonic or a, yeah Masonic knight feel that they used to have from the Horus Heresy. Yep. yep. Dig it, dig it, dig it. Like it. Okay. Yeah. Moving on from Games Workshop, uh, I want to spend just a second talking about uh, Relic Blade from Metal King Studios and one man creative machine Sean Sutter. Um, so for Adepticon, he did a new release and it's the faction set for the Apostles of the Deep. Uh, this set, if you go to the Metal King website, comes with an eel sorcerer and shark warrior, which were previously released models that were by themselves. You could acquire these models as single blisters, but now there is a, uh, faction starter with two brand new models that are the Gilbin Fishers, which I think are the cool i don't know how to describe these other than like uh shark goblins <laughs> yeah that's a good way to describe them they are so cool uh and this is another thing like these are the like everything in this game the art the rules the sculpting sean does all of it um so if you've never heard of relic blade now's the time to go take a look uh especially at the even though this is this is a sold out set right now it went very quickly uh, it's still worth looking at the rest of his range, especially if you like, you know, battle pigs with axes or really cool skeleton constructs or some very good classic fantasy humans or, I don't know, a gnome riding a like deer thing. Like there's just very cool models. Again, all sculpted, all the artwork done by one guy. Um, and you should check it out. I don't know how you guys think feel about it, but no, they're they're good looking models. Um, I I love on the shark guy like how they've even gone out and they've you know put the gills on them. You you don't see a lot of detail on that like a lot of times on stuff where it's like anamorphic, anthropomorphic stuff. That's true. You don't really see the level. Also, of detail. It's a good job. Also, it's, this is this is a game that's played on a two by two board. Um, has really good terrain rules and five people in my local meta bought into it. So I have a feeling there'll be an episode on it. There has been an episode. I was like, I thought we've talked about Relic Blade before. As a, as a, like we did a full episode on it or we just talked a little bit about it? No, we did a whole episode, man. Oh boy. It's been a long time, guys. He's getting old. There'll be another one. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) we'll do another one after the local meta starts and just to get people back in and back excited. And I'll do a review of the rule book and all that. Yeah, that was the that was the last episode we did on it, just so you know. All right, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, these are uh, these are cool models. I I like this and I was I was going to say that uh, after the last time we talked about it, I I I've still been very interested, just never pulled the trigger on it. Right on. Well, I mean, it might be that I like I said there's going to be a Madison meta because we've got people very excited to play it. And it sounds like that's what of the people that are in the meta uh, there, that's their plague painting uh, and, and hobbying is a lot relic blade right now. So I think once we can all get back together, once this whole COVID-19 thing is over um, relic blade, will be one of the first games we're all back in the saddle playing. That'll be good. Cool. I like it. Moving on. Let's talk about Corvus Belly, which is near and dear to all of us at the moment, since we're all a little uh, infinity crazy at the moment. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, so there was a lot of stuff to talk about uh, for them. Um, they re- they basically showed Beyond Caldstrom, which was six new models. We don't need to go into all of them and, and discuss them all, 
But on the whole, how do you guys feel about these models as compared to the standard Caldstrom models? Uh, I like them, um, sculpt-wise. The everything so far we've seen, I've loved the big, bulky, uh, heavy infantry dude that Pano's getting. Um, and as I mean, the thing is, is someone that's picking up both factions because I'm picking up uh, Yuqing and Pano. Um, I'm very happy with them. The we they finally put out the new invincible uh, Shangzis like with a different sculpt finally uh, for that army. So uh, these are going to complement a lot more than just White Banner and Svalheim. Uh So I, I think I think they're they're great looking models. I think CB did a good job with the sculpts. Yeah, yeah and I think Beyond Caldstrom's good. And the 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 one model I'm thinking of, I I honestly don't know if it's Beyond Caldstrom or if it's just regular Caldstrom, but it's a Yujing model. Uh, a little bit of a beefy boy, and he looks like he's kind of waving his squad forward. Absolutely love that that sculpt. That amazing. that might be the Shangzi, uh, the new Invincible. He had like the two. They had like four little flangey things on the back armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's yeah. the Shangzi. Yeah, that, that is beyond Caldstrom. Okay, yeah, good. that's yeah, beyond that's Caldstrom. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's right. It was the yeah. Yep. Um, that model I looked at and said, "Damn, I love that." And um, Potter better paint it well. Uh, bro, you, um, you're, you're talking to the choir right there because I was literally looking up paint schemes two days ago for my, uh, for my Eugene. And I think I'm going to go with Chops's idea. I'm going to be that dude and just paint him Jade. Nice. I'm going to do Jade. Hell yeah. I think I don't, I, my, 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 I'm going to do Jade where my cloth is going to be gray. And I think for like my swords and like those like the lights on the armor, I think I'm I haven't decided if, if I'm gonna go purple or if I'm gonna go red. Both of them are contrasting colors. Both of them would would look really good. I'm leaning more towards the purple because I'm painting a shit ton of red on my pano right now. So for my military orders, so I'm thinking I'm gonna go uh, jade with gray and purple accents. I think that's where I'm nice. going. And the thing is, yeah. I already own the the Vallejo Jade Triad. Nice. Yeah, when I think about when I think about jade jewelry, it's all jade and gold. So that's the way I'd go. But I like jade and gray too. Well, I'm gonna do that's pretty I, cool. I'm gonna do gold on the weapon filigrees and like really right. ornate kind of stuff. So it's it's not gonna be over the top gold, but the gold will be present in the army. Cool. Very very cool. All right. So beyond Caldstrom, cool. Also from like like we'll go through them. Also from Corvus Belly. New ninjas. There, previously, we only had the female ninja with tack bow, but the ninja, the male ninja SMG tack bow model. Oh, oh boy, that that base that it comes with. Woo, I can, man, I cannot wait to add this to my army because because uh, I have the female with the tack bow, gorgeous model. I can't wait to put this right there next to her. Such a beautiful model. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, also, finally, the Securitate gets a resculpt. Um and he is looks so badass. Yeah, it looks real good. I don't know what it is. I, I, don't, I there's someone at Corvus Belly in their art department or somebody that thinks Nomads are the best army because for some reason they get all the best models. Well, like there's plenty of good models throughout the whole range, but there isn't a bad Nomad really model. Not. Like especially in the last three years, they're all amazing. Well, I I love the like 
I loved what the, the the troll that they did in the in the, the 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 video as well too, because like they show the picture and it's the concept art, and it, you know it's just a basic dude, you know, very kind of clean cut corporate security kind of looking, and then you go out to this bishop looking motherfucker, and it's amazing. I love this yeah, model. It's real cool. Yeah. No, the the Nomad models make it very hard for me not to buy them. They're so good. They're good. They're real good. Um, so then they, they also showed the the new uh, Hyduke, um, or Hyduke's the Shazvasti model, which was badass. He's like, yeah. Uh, he's he's high ducking <laughs> behind a <laughs> uh, piece of terrain on his base. Uh, which is also really cool. It makes it very, it's a very dynamic, cool pose. If you haven't seen it, I recommend looking it up. Uh, but now we're going to get into the two things I want to talk about the most, which are two very old models, like second edition for one, and like maybe one of the first SKUs ever for the other, and that's the drone remotes yep. for Pano and Yujing. I think um, I think Carlos was saying in the in the video that the Pano one was one of their very original SKU numbers. Yeah, if I remember correctly, you said 2005. Did I hear that right? 2005. I don't remember. For the, I don't know. I, either way, it's it's it was one. I would I would imagine it was one of the very first SKUs because the, the the that is one. It, when you look, it is one of the it's the old art style. Like everything, they needed it. The Pano drone remotes needed to be resculpted, and the new ones are bad. Yes. Yeah, so they only showed the the concept art, so we didn't get the three D images on them. But the concept art for both of them are really, really good. So good, and they did show the three D sculpt for the O twelve remote too, though I think. Yes, which the looked o- awesome as well. The O twelve got the like three D. Yeah, but the O twelve one is just an LF one, right? It looks it's, it's basically like a modified LF drone, which makes sense since it's O twelve, but very cool. Um, and then the last thing to talk about was the terrain set. Yes, yeah, uh, this is exciting. So, so exciting. Yes. So the new terrain set has a sniper tower and a command room for objectives. Um, it's badass. And from what Carlos said, if I remember hearing it correctly, he was like, it goes well with either mm-hmm. Caldstrom or Wildfire in terms of his aesthetics. He did say that. Very happy. Yep, he did. So which means when I buy both of these combined with Paul's, uh, wildfire sets we're gonna have a pretty nice looking p- table to play on i yeah i agreed not to mention all my tinker turf table yep 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 it's gonna be yeah tinker turf plus wildfire plus caldstrom stuff is all gonna make for very very good looking four by four table yeah for we sure. used we used some of his uh tinker turf stuff with the uh the wildfire stuff uh in a game i played the other day and it was it did they went together really well and and side note i finally picked out a mat to go with that very cool. Yeah. It's not a mushroom, is it? No, it's not. I ended up getting the uh, Toxic Desert, uh, Toxic Thank Wasteland. You. Thank from, you, Chops, from, for talking from about it. Chops didn't talk me. Pretty cool. Chops didn't talk me out of it. Into it. Oh, into that mat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep, yep. I had, I had pretty much decided at that point to go with it. I was trying not to go with the mushroom. I appreciate one. that. Thank so, you very much. But of, of the mats by more stuff, it was the best option. Anyway, okay. You're a good so, friend. All right. <laughs> moving on. Moving on to my favorite announcement of the weekend uh, was a brand new uh, ultimate encounter for Marvel Crisis Protocol. 
Uh, and that is a uh, Incredible Hulk one. Mm-hmm. And it looks amazing. Did you guys read this at all? You no. Know much about it? I hadn't. And I, I did get, I got, it caught me off guard. I was not expecting uh, a, a an encounter like this for a model we already had released. This is really cool. I think it sets a really cool precedent for things that they can do. I mean, the one a the first ultimate encounter they gave us was completely out of the core box, which was amazing. Oh, that's right, that's Ultron. So it did, yeah, it was a model they gave us. I forgot about Ultron, and it was completely out of the core box too. Like they made it so you could run it just with the models in the core box, which is awesome. Um, so this one you just need you need the Hulk for it, obviously, and then other models. This one, though, inst- instead of so the Ultron one, it's two fifteen crisis or uh, threat squads, and this it's seventeen. So Makes sense. each other player does get a seventeen threat squad, which is you know basically the like middle of the road level. If you looked at the like how it goes from fifteen to twenty, most of them are in the middle at seventeen. All the core set one seventeen, so seventeen is pretty normal. Um, and then one, so two two players, each with a seventeen threat squad, and then one player playing a super beefed up Hulk. Um, and basically, the Hulk starts on one side of the table. The Crisis team starts on the other side of the table. There are three Gamma absorbers, uh, two of which on the center line, one closer to Hulk than the Crisis team. And there's also a booster serum that's in the middle of the table. And effectively, this is a Royal Rumble. Um, the crisis team is trying to beat the snot out of the Hulk. And every time they hit him hard enough to take him to what would daze him, he instead gets a rage counter and then they get VP for rage counters. And the, the Hulk only gets points for essentially throwing the heroes out of the ring. So what he has to do is he has to daze them and then throw them into the gamma absorbers because all the heroes that are coming at him are essentially crazy and rabid with gamma radiation. Oh, yep. So and Hulk's so he's really not to... the bad guy in this scenario. No, no. Hulk is not the bad guy. Hulk's actually the good guy. And he's trying to stop the crisis team from running rampant. So he's trying to subdue them and then throw them into the gamma absorbers so that they can cool off. Huh. That's really interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at his card right now. It, it just looks weird for him having so low health on it. Well, it's so he doesn't but he die. Doesn't die yeah. True. Yeah, I mean, I get he, that. So, but that's that's you, still so a lot of that's low health. I mean, eight health. Yeah, it's actually a lot to churn through for MCP. But he, no, no, you have to. T- you have so you have to take him through that six times. Right. No, I no, I know. I, I right. I I get that. Like, yeah, because you, you, you turn them down and then they get a victory point. That's that's where I was kidding from. Was like that's kind of low for you to get a victory point because it's pretty easy to go through that. But eight's eight's on the high end for health in that game. Right, and then realize the more rage token he he has, the m- more scary he is as well. Right, because a he's he's gaining power on him, and he's got multiple attacks that power up as he gets rage tokens. Yeah, I'm reading it. If the character has two, three, or four rage tokens, increase the range of this attack by. Jeez. To be four, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other one, he gets an area two, which an area two around Hulk's base. Get the it's it's just huge amount of space. Um, so yeah, this scenario looks awesome, and I think it looks so good that for now on, when I set up my tables, and if I think I'm gonna have a demo, 
And I think there are going to, especially if I think there are going to be two people that are going to demo the game, I am going to use this scenario to demo the game. Because when you want to do a demo, you want people to be able to feel the mechanics. And the way that the ultimate encounters work is that the crisis team gets three activations and then the, 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 the other player gets an activation. So you let your people that you're demoing for have multiple turns in a row to try their things and then you do something with the Hulk and then you let them try something. And also this scenario can go by very quickly and you don't, I, I think you don't feel like you have to play all the way through the scenario for it to be an effective demo. And I, I think it's just a perfect way to show off the game um, and get through the mechanics without it being super complicated. So I am mega excited about this thing. Yeah, it should be fun. I still have yet to get a chance to actually play any of the encounters. Um, it, MCP just kind of just went like the way of the dodo around here. I, I don't even think I, I I'm out every Wednesday before all this stuff happened, and I think I saw one game played out of every weekend since. So it was just I don't know what happened. It seemed like a lot of people were real interested, and then it just the the interest in it just died weird yeah still definitely was uh we were having we were getting to the point where we were playing three games consistently every week um in madison and, and possibly getting more and more players but uh either way i'm super stoked for this ultimate encounter and for the future of this game still especially if this is the kind of free supplements that uh atomic mass is going to be putting out for the game yeah i'm gonna print this one out and play this one with my kids hell yeah Oh, I still have a lot of um, catching up to do on the game. So, Paul, knowing you're not a huge fan of the like standard encounters in this game, how do you feel about this one? It it's all right, I guess. <laughs> all right. I mean, let's move into something that'll excite Paul I'll, a little I'll be, more. I'll be perfectly honest with you. When you scroll down and and like the first thing you have to look at is where you're situating everything, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different measuring sticks to be able to get everything out um that just makes me not interested in it i don't know it's uh it's the middle of the table and then four off the middle of the table uh for two of the absorbers and then the other one is two measuring sticks up it's i don't know it's not that bad anyway uh ignore paul <laughs> this sounds awesome and uh if you're playing if you're, I mean, if you're playing Marvel Crisis Protocol already, you already probably know about this. And if you didn't, holy shit, go download it. It's amazing. Um, and if you were thinking about playing it, once this thing gets over, see if uh, one of your local people that's playing Marvel Crisis Protocol will demo the game with this for you. Because it is a really good way, I think, to get in and learn the game. All right. So we should move on to something that I am far less excited. I'm like a Paul Crisis Protocol level excited about these next two. So let's let uh, let them talk about announcements from Fantasy Flight re Star Wars uh, Armada, not Armada. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was about to say like Armada got well, nothing. Well, we can address that. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I'm, I'm troll. I'm trolling everybody. They didn't uh, yet again show anything for Armada. No, they, no, they, no. They, they did. They did. They said news is coming soon bullshit anyway and 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 i believe the exact quote was the game is alive is what they said is it yes. is it alive is it, is it uh, do they hope that it, it's alive 
uh, well, look, I'll tell you what, if the most, and even, even, even with it being a, Hey, we can't get together. So we can't have the guy who's going to talk about Armada here. You don't make that your last fucking announcement. Yeah, they should have they should have done that first. Yep. And the only thing I can think of is they went with a marketing ploy, which is bad marketing, of we'll do it last to make people hang on and maybe they'll buy some of these other games because they see something cool. Which We're Star is Wars bad. fans. We're gonna be fucking excited about anything Star Wars. Don't lead people. I on. I don't disagree. I said it was a bad idea. I know, I know. I'm not yelling at you, I'm yelling okay. around you to to Final okay. Fantasy play. Final Fantasy. <laughs> Not while I'm painting. All right, so anyways, the good news is we got some really cool stuff uh, that came out for... Uh, we'll start with Legion, and we'll start with the the OG factions of the Imperials and the Republic, or the, uh, the, the Rebels. So fans of Star Wars Rebels will be super excited. The, uh, the Rebels are getting Clan Wren from the show. Uh, which can actually be taken in two different ways. You can take it as the character unit, um, which I think has Sabine's brother and mm-hmm. her mom in the unit. I think those are the two characters you get in it. It's, I think it's her brother and her mom. And then, oh, why am I guessing? I've got the I've got the white page open. Um, and then you can also then take them as more of core uh, specialist units and. Without the characters, you can just still take them as a Mandalorian unit. So you can have three of these units in your army. Which is... And they got jetpacks, freaking melee weapons, rockets. Like the, the, You like Mandalorians, they got your weaponry. Yeah, They're they got fantastic. your Mandalorians right here. Yeah. They're um, fantastic. Fantastic. The sculpts are great. Uh, so then the Imperials... If you're a fan of Battlefront 2, or if you play the game, even if you're not a fan of it, and if you've read the book, uh, you are getting Inferno Squadron. Uh, so these will definitely tie in great with the Verso launch that's coming out for her unit. Uh, you get In this one, you get Dak, and you get uh, Hask are the two guys that you get in that unit. The sculpts for these are fantastic. This is the first time I think Fantasy Flight has gotten faces right on mm-hmm. any of their Star Wars Legion models. Yep. Completely the, subtle models. The um, char- the character with the with the sniper rifle looks fantastic. Yeah, Dak. Yeah, Dak is fantastic. Um so these guys can be take hel- taken helmetless, they can be taken with helmets. Um and then again same kind of thing. You take it with Dak and Hask in the unit or you can take them as their own individual unit. Uh cool thing about these guys uh, Hask, Dak, and the Clan Ren uh, character models, they have the option of actually being taken out and being run with regular other infantry units. This is the first yeah, time you'll see cool this. Touch. Yeah, it's a cool touch. This is the first time we'll see that in Legion, so super excited about grabbing these units. Um, I I am I will buy... I Instantly, I'm buying three Inferno Squad boxes. Just done. Uh, don't even know a lot of the rules. Uh, Dak, we've seen Dak's card... Um, so he's got the, uh, spend a, uh, set a point of uh, suppression to gain or whatever, whatever the new rules where they can get, uh, is it piercing? I can't remember. It's, I can't remember the name of the rule, but he's got a good card. Um, and then moving on to the clones and the, the, the droids, they're getting, uh, so clones are getting an oldie, but a goodie. 
uh, they're finally getting their ATRT. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, I believe the card they had, it had more health on it, but that's also to represent the fact that the rider is now an armored clone trooper. Um, the poses are going to be completely different. It's not going to be more, it's not going to be statically posed kind of like how the, the current ATRTs are. They're utilizing the new technology that they're using with the hard plastics. Mm-hmm. So that way these are a lot more convertible and customizable, uh, which will be great as, as we get rid of the new, uh, true line of sight rules as well too. Can't wait to see a lot of the things that people start doing with these models. Um, the rider has a rocket launcher option as well as what you get with the normal, uh, the right, the weapon options for the ATRT. Yeah, and, and, they, and they said that all the, the weapon options are the same as the Rebels one at the same point costs. Correct, correct. So, and then for Separatists, they are getting some droid love with some stats. Yeah, I'm excited about those. Those are always my favorite vehicle out of Episode 1 that didn't get enough love. Yeah, kind of, these things are cool. It's kind of the Darth Maul of, of uh, Separatist <laughs> of the, vehicles. Of the droids. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the, these, are, these are cool. So they've got the speeder rule. So this means you're going to take your compulsory move uh, at the beginning of the turn. Uh, they've got the the linked droid rules. Uh, so I, I think this is going to be a welcome addition to any uh, Separatist army. And one, so, of, one of the things they said with them, too, is that they're going to have a long-range comm ability that is correct. going to allow them to continue passing their, their tokens, their activation token on, even, even if they're further away from everybody else. Yeah, hopefully as long as they make sure that they do it correctly the way that they've just redone the short trooper rules. Um, I'm, I think I'm okay with them getting that. It makes sense from a short sure. perspective. Yep. And I like the fact that they also have the AI just like the other B ones. Yep. Um, but in this one, instead of shooting, if they, it's they, a move. they have to take a move. Yeah. Which Correct. Is pretty cool. Unless they have the, the face up order token. Yep. So that's it. So that's pretty cool. That's like two forced moves essentially. Yeah. So, I mean, they had some X wing news as well too, but it was very tiny. Small, just a couple of new ship, one ship each for everything except for Imperials and uh, uh, Scoundrels, or not Scoundrels, uh, whatever the, the the Bounty Hunter faction is in that uh, game. Scum Villainy, and, yeah, because they, yeah, they, they announced that they're going to redo the Rebel Aces packs. Um, yep. Some some are going to have new, or old pilots in a new way to show their evolution throughout the story. Um, and they announced three new, three new new ships. Um, uh, one resistance, uh, one resist- clone, and one separatist. Yep, 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 exactly. So, so, and and a and a con exclusive model, or at least I guess maybe that was just available during a Depticant. Yeah, the Depticant uh, model. I the, think they the said silver, that they, the silver, the silver Yeah, they were going to make that available for people to to purchase if they're looking to afford buying it there, which I think is a good move on Fantasy Flights. So. Yep, doesn't um, help you now if yeah. you're listening, but correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, and then I guess the other the other big news out of Fantasy Flight um, was today is that they're delaying all of their shipping to the U.S. Uh, so anything that was released for the month of April is getting pushed back. Yeah, which see you later. Yeah, including which, I mean, including, think, including upcoming announcements too. Yeah, I, I think anybody that's been watching what's going on probably expected that to happen, and I think we'll see a lot more of that with a lot more game companies as we go forward. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just glad that they're they're doing it because you know if they put it online and couldn't get it to stores, uh, then the stores are missing out because then everybody's going to order straight from them. Right. They really want it. So so kudos to them for for not raking in the money now and, and waiting until the you know our favorite local gaming stores have uh, an opportunity to to stock it and carry it. Yep. 
that's a good guy move on you guys. Yep. So that's um, it for fantasy fight. That's how they went. Yeah. Chops back to you. <laughs> well, that's it for, and that's it for adapted can. Well, wait, wait, wait. I, I, have I have a question though. I have a question though, Chop. Why aren't you excited about any of these things? Oh, that's a complicated question, Paul. Um, I want to be excited about Star Wars Legion. I really do. Um, and for some reason, as big of a Star Wars fan as I am, there is outside of, I'll say maybe the separatists are the closest to an army that I, I want to buy. And I think someday I might own a separatist army. Um, but for right now, you know, like you need to have that thing that like lights the fire under you and makes you feel inspired to paint, especially when you're going to be painting 30 odd, some, some, you know, some miniatures to play the game. And there's just like, when I think about star Wars Legion, I think about, I think it's, I think it's the same thing, the same feelings you have about Marvel crisis protocol. I think about the amount of upgrade cards and tokens that I have to keep track of mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. the, the weird rules things that I need to get my head back around. The fact that true line of sight in a game where you're running with squads is so dumb. It's going yeah, away. I'm it's going to away. That going away. That better go away before they release any uh, flight stand models into the wild. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'm just, I, again, I, there are certain things about the game that like, I, I love lots of the, about the game. I like the way the movement works. I like the dice mechanics. There's, there's lots of stuff, but there are just as many things that make me go. And also, you know, there was the fact that like, I really wanted to have all uniform basing across my rebels. And once I realized that there was going to be like Hoth troopers and jungle troopers and Tauntauns and everything, like, so now do I have forest stuff and desert stuff? And no, no, snow no, no, stuff no, no. And you, just... Here's what you do. You put them on a ship base as if they're on a rebel cruiser. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. They just haven't been deployed yet. Yeah, that's a good call. That's what I'm doing. Or, with or you just paint them in whatever you're doing and then base them appropriately. And then they just a little look a little bulky in their jungle wear. But they're yeah, in the jungle because yeah. because chops. I have the same problem with putting shore troopers next to snow troopers next to regular. Well, the storm troop, regular storm troopers are fine, but like putting anything in an army with snow troopers, I've got a problem. I've got the same problem, and that's yeah. why I decided again, to just put them on a having a having a separatist army gets a par- gets around all that though because you can just have all the robots on the same style base. Correct. Yep. yep um, absolutely. And and I and I do agree with you. I think that is is one of the uh, aesthetic downsides to the game, and I think that's possibly one reason why people love the. Some people love the clear bases, um, because it it kind of gets you around that issue. Maybe. Yeah, but that creates well, that so many other said, issues. The game was fun. I have ton like I I have matching three by three mats to play this game. Like I just. Uh, someday, someday, m- my interest will realign with playing Star Wars Legion. I know it, um, but for right now, like I'm happy with Star Wars being a thing that I can enjoy in my movies and comic books and TV shows, and it being there in terms of my like pop culture life. Like I don't feel like my wargaming life is missing anything by not playing Legion right now, um, and I think someday I'll come back to it. Yeah, cool. And I will say you're probably getting enough of it as well because, oh boy, is Star Wars really good in the TV format right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. If you're not watching Clone Wars, go watch it. So good. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. And obviously the Mandalorian was good and having resistance uh and Clone Wars and Rebels all available on Disney Plus. There's just like lots of Star Wars to immerse yourself in right now. Yep. So plus all the books that are coming out and all the comic books like Marvel's been killing it. Like it's just it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. There's a lot of good stuff. Um and again, it's not that I don't want to play Legion. I I think I would enjoy Legion a lot. It's just not in my gaming diet right now. Cool. I was just curious because I thought I had seen you getting a little excited about some of them. Um, oh boy! I when I saw this this the stop fighters, I was like, oh fuck, this is gonna be it. Like I have to order a Clone Wars starter now. Um, but um, it can wait a little bit longer. It can wait a little, especially since I, it's not just my seventy dollars. It's uh friend of the show jason seventy dollars on the line too sure. as soon as i buy it so that added responsibility keeps me out of it a little bit too <laughs> well yeah yeah well i think i think at some point they're going to release that special separatist model and you're going to jump in well we do know yeah, i agree we do know that we're getting the assassin droids from the show yep. yeah, that, that it, yeah. those are coming yeah, I think it. I think it's Darth Maul, right? <laughs> like that's the, that's probably that's that's probably the model that that pulls me straight off the cliff. You and, want me to play separatist? That's how you get me to play separatist. Spider leg Darth Maul is going to be. I mean, I guess it's got to be regular Darth Maul, right? It's got to be regular Darth Maul. Yeah, it can't be spider leg. Yeah. We'll see. Then, yeah. then regular regular Darth Maul with posing options for split lightsaber or like two sided lightsaber. Um, yeah, see, but the uh, thing is, if that's if that's the Darth Maul you want, you won't ever get him. Why? Because because he, he was never he died before the Separatist army was actually formed. And and uh, rebels never fought clone troopers. So yeah, know. they did. Yeah, they did. No, not at, at the that very scale. beginning. Not at, at the that very, scale. At the very not beginning, at that scale. before they were phased out. Not at that scale. <laughs> anyway, let's not get too far um, into the Excuse in, me, in sir. Yeah. We don't we don't need to get into this level of uh neck beardy Star Wars fandom. Oh, that was too um, fun though. But <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I think at some at some point I I'm I will I'll end on saying at some point I think Legion will come back in and I think it will either be me playing a uh sort of if they if they release a faction that's like huts or blue suns or something like that i'll play that uh otherwise it'll probably be a separatist army yeah, if they release a zero the hut and you don't released. play him i'm gonna be severely disappointed in you, sir. <laughs> oh yeah if dude if zero the hut we've talked about i this. know that's what so i'm saying i'll be so many times yeah, if Zero the Hut comes in, I am there. There's no way I'm not playing Star Wars Legion. <laughs> but like, that's like you wanting Squirrel Girl in uh, in Marvel Crisis yep. Protocol. Like, yep. Maybe, maybe someday, but probably not. Yep. Yeah, God, he's <laughs> even getting the model he wants, and he's still complaining about it. It's fine. It's fine. I don't want to get into it. I really don't. I don't want to get into it. We're not going to end our our thing on a downer. Uh, they did announce Ghost Rider. I know that's pretty cool. I'm um, so excited about Ghost Rider. I'm just I'm just waiting to see what lackluster villain he's packaged with. There it I is. I think <laughs> I think no. I personally I think my prediction, and you know this could be wrong. I don't care if I'm wrong. We'll see. Is that you'll get a? It'll be like McCabe. You'll get Ghost Rider on the motorcycle and off the motorcycle, and that will be his 
healthy and dazed states. That'd be cool. I think once he dazes, Ooh. he'll be knocked off the motorcycle and swinging his chain around on foot. And he'll, so he'll go from very fast on a large base to crossbones, slow on a small base. Yep. I like it. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm just like I said, I'm just I'm just hoping he's alone. He'll be alone. Me too. It's, he's he's a Me he's too. a big enough model. He's going to be by himself. Yeah, I think so. So 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 to to end it, Chop's going to ask you, which version of the Spirit of Vengeance do you hope that it is? Not that you think it is, but that you hope that it is. I don't. Oh, it's Johnny Blaze. Yeah, it's it, yeah. No, I get that, but who would you want it to be? Would you want it to be Blaze, or would you want it to be one of the others? Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Johnny Blaze. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, and I think, eighty percent of the people who play the game want it to be Johnny Blaze. Like that's just like you it, just want. They, they want like the OG. Peter Parker. Yeah, you want Peter Parker in the Spider-Man outfit. You want Johnny Blaze as the Spirit of Vengeance. But again, sure. as you as, want, as you want Frank Castle as Punisher. Mm-hmm. Like I know there are multiple. There are multiple lots of superheroes right. though. But, but give us Johnny the basics Blaze first. Like give us the, the give us the core first. Exactly. Right. No, and, exactly. and I get that. I mean, again, the way that they're going with their naming convention really you know leads to them being able to bring in all the separate you know different ghost riders that you can get um because i mean because we could get a punisher ghost Rider. right i was like right, i was like really punisher has been the ghost rider yep yeah should be so. cool but not first off exactly no and i and i agree with that and I think aesthetically, like if you look at that motorcycle and you look at the, the, the way that they posed it, it's definitely the Johnny Blaze aesthetic, like late 80s, early 90s Ghost Rider. So I think that's what we're going to get. Yep. Yep. Now I just got to wait for Squirrel Girl and Wolverine and I'm good. Yeah, you're going to be waiting a minute on that Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and that and I'll need like a Mats by Mars mat so this way I don't have to do any freaking measuring. Yeah, good luck on that one. Oh, they have it. They have a. They have a. They have a. Oh, do they? A layout. Yeah, they have a layout for MCP. But you know, I'm sure once I get one, they'll add more cards to the mix. No, I don't think they're adding more deployment cards. They're, like they, they've st- stayed with the A, B, C, D, E, F. Yeah, but I, I but I feel like if they do a, a second core box in a year or two, I think they'll add more. Maybe I think they would we'll add see. more. Anyway, that's uh, well off yeah, topic. That's, and that's another episode, <laughs> yeah. right? So, I th- and, and I think that covers all of our final thoughts. So, so if somebody, if one of you guys wants to uh, give us our shout outs, thank you to our patrons. Uh, we appreciate everything you guys have done for us. Um, thank you to Static as a City um, for the awesome intro and outro music that we get here. Uh, if you would like to hear more and see more, look for, look for us on social media. Uh, we're on the Instagrams, we're on the Facebook, we're on the Twitter. Uh, three men in a war game, the number three, not the word. And uh, uh, stay safe, social distance, uh, stay six feet apart, guys. Yeah, please do that. Stay home. Don't go out. Yeah, stay home. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>